And look at it go. He could go all the way. Touchdown! 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 The Bills make me wanna kick your heels up and shout. Coming up the middle, free safety. Gotta get it go. Allen steps up. Jumps over the defenders to pick up the first. Come on and shout. Kelly with a deep drop takes a long look. He's got a man open. Andre Reid, he's in the end zone for a touchdown. How do you do? One second remaining on the clock. Jack Eichel wins it in overtime. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 38 of One Before I Die. Uh, shout out, who do you got? 38s for Sabres and Bills. I didn't think of this at all before we started recording. You got Nathan anyone? Pash. Was Pash 38? On Sabres, I think he was. Okay, shout out Nathan Pash. Uh this is honestly, I'm going to be honest with you straight up here, guys. This is just going to be a, another tough episode here. We kind of brainstormed before we got going. And, you know, the last couple of weeks, we were lucky enough to have the NFL draft and, you know, talk about that. We could do, you know, a little bit of preview and then recap that with the Bills and um, talk about that, obviously, with no other sports going on. That was a nice little bright spot in this quarantine pandemic uh, virus little situation here. But after that, I mean, I don't know. I've heard a little bit maybe about sports coming back soon, but not not really anything confirmed about that. So not a whole lot going on. It's kind of just more the same, you know, wake up, do your thing, stay inside, go for a walk. Maybe people are just doing their same thing. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's getting tough, but Ethan's over there. Um, we'll bring him in. And as we bring him in and introduce him, we'll give him, give him a wardrobe update. Because as I said last week, he's coming in hot with something new every week. Uh, this week, it's kind of similar to last week. But um, it's a little bit more scruff around the mustache. So it looks like he, <laughs> didn't, he just didn't do anything. He just kind of let the, the scruff uh, on the beard kind of grow in, left the mustache, and then the hair is still the same thing. So that's the update on Ethan, I guess, is what we're I, doing now. I kind of went a little more like high and tight, hey Arnold looking kind of type thing going up here. <laughs> a little, got a little height on the top of the head. Yeah. Um, wearing the shirt I woke up in. Um, didn't shower today, so we're off to a hot Monday. You know, just grinded it out at the home desk and just ready to rip on this podcast. We were doing a little brainstorming beforehand, um, you know, throwing out some ideas of what to talk about, as Sam said. Didn't really generate a lot, so this is going to be, a you know, bo- you know, bottom of the barrel. This is where the true grinders come out to play. And for everybody listening, I mean, you guys are being true grinders right now because there's not a lot of content out here, but we're trying to trying to keep you guys interested in coming back. So I don't know if there's going to be a lot of Buffalo sports-related stuff we're talking about today, but we're going to try to, you know, try to keep it light, try to keep it tight. <laughs> <laughs> also, before we before we keep it light and tight and dive into what we're going to, um, I wanted to add in that I've actually joined back on to the mustache wagon, so I'm going stash here. I started. Even go. I what are you talking about? It's loud <laughs> and proud. <laughs> I started quarantine 
with a like you know you kind of a lot of guys I feel like I've been seeing you know it's like the quarantine stat the quarantine stash kind of a funny thing to do you know we're all getting bored we're all getting long hair no haircuts it's like all right might as well just do a stash for you know maybe a fun of it so I like I did one at the beginning of quarantine saying you know a little funny thing but we've been in quarantine for so long at this point where I grew back into full beard and then you know we're still we're still here so I'm this is my second wave of quarantine stash so are you trying to brag or something no, I'm just saying that's how long this has been going on is where like, it's kind of a gimmick almost, right? Like you kind of do this is because you don't have to go into work. These guys are just doing crazy facial hair. Well, I'm on the second wave of it where basically I'm, my point I'm trying to make is we're still in this thing. Like what the heck? I, I thought it was supposed to be a one wave, one stash per guy. I'm, I'm on the second wave because I'm getting bored over here. Um, but yeah, do you want to get into our, our idea that we, I guess, generated before we started started recording here? Yeah, so the one idea that kind of stuck or stuck, I don't know, shout out to my buddy, Herb, uh, Dan Polinski. You know, he was, he's a, you know, a recurring listener and he texted me out of the blue the other day just saying, you know, hey, got some ideas for you and, and Sam to talk about while Buffalo Sports are on a little hiatus here because, you know, I was, I was listening to one episode and you guys are just talking about Sellers of Catan. So I'm like, I got to, you know, I got to give some ideas to my, to my, uh, to my boy here and to tell you know, give us some content for the podcast. So the one idea that I threw out on the table, Sam kind of hemmed and haw about it, but I'm kind of like, you know, we got nothing else to do here. So we're going to start talking about some quarantine snacks, <laughs> you know, go to, what's your go-to snacks during quarantine? You know, what are some overrated ones that maybe get a lot of hype? What are some low-key kind of under-the-radar guys that you like to pop in every now and then? Um, and then what else, you know, what are you cooking up? What are you chefing up? What's in the fridge in your quarantine? You know, you keeping it, you keeping it light and tight. You, you di- you're diving into some pizza every night. You know, what's, what's the deal here? What's your mindset when it comes to cooking during quarantine? Yeah, we know everybody. We know everybody's obviously bottled up. It, you know, there's not a, obviously a whole lot to do. And usually when that kind of comes around, whenever you're bottled up and bored, usually you kind of resort to your snacks. And if, if your snacks snack game is on, you know, the next level or not, usually you're going to have to, you know, kind of, you know, get something in the pantry going um, through this time and see what your, I guess your level of snack game is. That was what we were thinking. Um, I don't know. Do you want to start out with what you think going first? Because the reason why Ethan said I kind of hoot and holler during this was um, I've been kind of trying to keep it light and tight during quarantine. And not, so to speak. And yeah, so to speak, and not, you know, fall into the trap of, oh, so we're stuck in our houses. Uh, you know, I don't care. The calories don't count. You know, I'm just trying to get back into a little bit more shape because, you know, I kind of let the... You're trying let to get game form. I'm trying to get game form. I kind of let it go over the college years. You know, you got to get back into, back into shape. So... That's why I was a little bit, I don't know, you know, snacks wise, because I've been trying to cut back on them, but I can still muster something. I've still got a few in the back of my mind. Um, but you, let, let's see what you've been munching on. What, what do you got in your pantry over in Chicago? No, I know. I'm kind of on that same wavelength. I mean, I, I just I, talk about, you know, rebounding after your college years. You know, I did a hard rebound after my college years, kept it light and tight for, you know, a good amount of time here, shed, shedding some pounds. So, but kind of, I kind of, you know, the transition from the college style to the, you know, working professional style, you know, kind of went smooth for me at first. And I kind of found a nice little groove that works for me that kind of, you know, I'm not going to say I'm looking like, you know, Clark Clint Superman over here, but you know, you gotta, you gotta keep it light and tight. Like I like to say here, you know, you gotta, 
you got to make sure that your body is, I kind of call it weekend ready. You know, you got to keep it, keep it smooth sailing on the weekdays so that you on the weekends, you don't feel bad about having, you know, that pizza. You don't feel bad about getting the burger and fries. So what worked for me is, you know, this I've had an office turning, job. This is turning to a nutritionalist podcast here. From two guys that probably shouldn't be talking about that. <laughs> exactly. But, but for what's worked for me, you know, in the, you know, four years that I've been out of school here, you know, I have an office job. So Monday through Friday, going in the office, sometimes bringing a lunch with me. But what, what my usual MO is, is I'm kind of on that little, you know, intermittent fast. You know, I'm not a big intermittent, like I wouldn't consider myself an intermittent faster. You know, you meet some of these people that are like, you know, I, oh, I can't eat right now because I'm intermittent fasting. Yeah. But my kind of mojo is I don't really eat breakfast during the week. You know, that's just, to me, I think breakfast most important meal of the day. Complete hoax. Yeah. And, and there's just no time. Like what, when you're working, you, I'm yeah. not, I'm a guy, I'm not a morning guy to begin with. So I'm not the guy that's waking up early, getting my breakfast, getting my eggs going, like getting all right. set for the day. That's just too much work for me. I'm, I'm rolling out of bed, taking a shower, getting to the office as late as I can while still being on time. Yeah. Pretty miserable. Like on the bus or train ride over. Usually I'm just kind of like, all right, get me there. Let me get kind of woken up a little bit beforehand. One of my yeah. pet peeves, I'll honestly, I'll say is cause I, you know, when I used to live in Pittsburgh, I would ride in with my, you know, AirPods and I've seen my like earbuds listening to music or podcasts or whatever. And it seems like that's when people like will try to talk to you the most when you get to the office is like, you see someone with like earbuds in, and for some reason, that's like almost like an open invitation for people to come talk to you. It's like, buddy, I'm getting, you know, woken up here. You see the thing in my ear. Don't talk to me. Breakfast is a no-go. I agree. Yeah. So back to my schedule here. So I'm, I'm not really in on a normal schedule, you know, for Big Abe's until at least 1130 noon-ish. And like I said, got to keep it light. I'm usually going salad, usually going maybe half sandwich, cup of soup type of deal. Just something, you know. Keep it under 500 cals and, you know, get the body, little, little calories in the body. Keep it moving, get into the weekend, probably pound another cup of coffee during that time. So now when I'm in quarantine, things kind of switch up. You know, the first week I was in quarantine, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. I have my whole fridge here that has frozen pizza. It has the whole nine. I went kind of ham, not going to lie. I was crushing Cheez-Its. I was crushing, you know, ooh. Mom sent me some candy eggs for Easter. You know, pop a cup, pop, pop a couple of those at like eleven thirty in the morning. Yeah. Weekend comes around, look in the mirror. I'm like, yo, what are we doing here? Just because we're in quarantine doesn't mean we can just munch all the time. Right. So back to kind of my vibe here. I'm back on the not eating before noon train, crushing curried coffee, go to snack so far. I you know I'm a big carrot stick and blue cheese guy. You know, get a get a little okay. side cup of blue cheese. That can be dangerous stick. though, because that turns a that turns a healthy snack into a delicious snack. My my, I add. <laughs> you got to be quick cheese. with it. Oh man, I love me some blue cheese, but that that, that gets real fat. That's why you can't. That's why pro tip you can't you can't use the actual thing of blue cheese to dip in. You got to like get like, like a bottle. Like you can't. Yeah. It's gonna refill, refill. Yeah, refill. you got to get like a little plastic cup or Tupperware thing. Do a quick, you know, read the nutritional facts. All right, two tablespoon. Do a quick one, two. Once you're finished with that blue cheese, your snack's over. That's kind of the deal there. Okay. Um, trying to keep it light on the carbs. Big, big no carb guy on the weekdays. So, you know, big, big thing. I've purged my, my pantry of breads. Yep. You know, cereals, rices kind of went out the wayside. 
big on, I buy a uh, romaine lettuce, throw some turkey, cheese, mustard in between two slices of lettuce, bang, quick sandwich that you don't have bread with. Big, big go-to for me so far. Um, big rotisserie chicken guy. Those things are like five bucks a pop at the grocery store. Can last you a couple meals, you know, good protein. Um, now when I'm, you know, I don't know. Do you want to step in here? This is kind of my weekday. This is my weekday style right now. I'm big. I'm, you know, I'm getting excited about this. It's kind of turning, like you said, it's kind of turning into a nutritional podcast here for guys that are, don't look that great with their shirts off. All right. Let me, let me step in here. Um, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll step in. I'll say one of the, one of those, I think underrated meals that one can be making. I think, which is especially, this is prime time for quarantine also, but even, even when you're not, even when you're still going to the office every day, and this is, I'm not going to lie. This isn't really something I've done in my past. It's kind of something that I'm going to told myself I'm going to use moving forward. But oh, it's, so this is pretender, not contender. Well, this is what I did. <laughs> I did this the other day um, with uh, mom was making something in it. And when I say in it, I'm talking crockpot. Dude, crockpots are so underrated. It's low maintenance. It's high, high velocity. <laughs> it gets good meals out there and you don't have to do anything. And why I say it's good for quarantine and when you're in the office too, is because you can say, you know, me and you were just talking about, we're not the morning type guys, right? So you can, the night before you go to the office during work, you get all your meats ready or whatever you need to put in the crock pot. You wake up, you put it in, you put that on a low for like eight hours. You come home, meals ready. Same thing with quarantine. You don't want to, you don't want to, you know, eat till after 12 or you want to, you know, make something for later. You throw whatever you want in a crock pot. You put it on high for six hours, low for eight, whatever it is, you know, you throw veggies in there, um, brisket. It gets real tender over a long period of time. Are you crock serious? Pot, crock, what are you talking about? Is that, you being sarcastic? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. Everything you're saying there, I'm on board with, but I guarantee people are going to be listening to this segment and just want to like punch their earbuds because they're like this this guy is seriously telling me how a crock pot works well you're telling like us he just how, invented the wheel you're telling us how you like oh you want to shed some more pounds don't eat carbs oh thanks but i'm throwing <laughs> out i'm throwing out what my snacks were to like you could say like everybody says don't eat carbs so tell me what to eat then I did. You. I'm telling you. I'm telling you crockpot, veggies, and meat. And you let and you don't have to do anything about it. You yeah, but you're like, you throw it on for eight hours, let it simmer. Let it simmer, probably, let it get it nice and tender. Herb's gonna be texting me saying, You're gonna your buddy your brother's acting like I don't know how to use a crock pot here. <laughs> well, if you don't know, now you know. Next thing, this is a little bit more of a snack, not a meal. Um, trail mix. Trail mix is hype because you get a little sweetness in there. If you get the right kind, if you get like a fruit and nut mix, you get a little sweetness in there, a little sugar, but not a lot because there's like dried cranberries, dried cherries, but you still you get nuts. You still get nuts, almonds. Yeah, if you get a couple handfuls though, protein in the in the nuts. So trail mix is, is a good one. It's not to be honest, I don't like you know, I don't like love the taste, but if you're trying to keep it light and tight with still a little bit of like flavor to it, I like me some trail mix fruit and nuts, specifically Wegman's brand. Um, okay. another, another classic, which I, you know, I've been kind of laying off of, or actually haven't had in forever, but, but just a great snack that I got to bring up is we were, you were talking about dips with carrots and, and, uh, blue cheese. I mean, bison dip, you know, if you're from Buffalo, you know what this is. If you're from, you know, upstate New York, you probably know what this is. It's French onion dip. You can get, you know, uh, normal, like Lay's brand French onion dip or like other than that, like all across the country, but I've never seen bison anywhere else besides Rochester, Buffalo area. You put, you can go veggies in there. You can go chips in there. You can go pretzels. I prefer pretzel nuggets. So that's a solid snack. Um, but, or you can just, 
or you can just have it, you know, I like pretzels straight up too. So pretzels is nothing to go wrong with a little bit high in the sodium, but you know, low fat. No, I mean, bison, that's a staple. I mean, we're talking about talking about when you're not really worried about keeping it light and tight, man, if you throw a thing of bison in front of me with some, you know, that's probably my go-to snack if I'm like light and tight. Yeah. Wavy lays with some bison. If I'm watching like a, a Sabres game Saturday night, you know, not really worried about keeping it light and tight. Throw some like wavy lays with a fat thing of bison in front of me. I'm taking the whole thing down. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch out if it's if you once you peel that plastic seal off the top, and then once I'm done by it, like you see half of it gone, and it goes like a blink of an eye too. It's just gone. I also yeah. like I, I like switching it up too. Like you say, wavy lays, great choice. I, I must say, but I like it, that's why bison so good is because it's so you can be, have so much diversity with it. I like going, like I said, I can go carrot sticks, but I also can go like salt and vinegar chips. One of my favorites to go and bison. You can, it literally can go in anything with that. And you just, uh, you just shovel, shovel, shovel. And, I it's, know, it's, it's, and it's dangerous when you're watching a Sabres game while you're eating yeah. that. Yeah. Because you like, I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm yelling at VC for not back checking before you know it, you know, I'm more worried about him back checking and I'm shoveling dip into my mouth. Right. And half, half the thing's gone. Like you said, Right. You know, I, I look and we're down four nothing. First period's over and half my dip's gone. Right. hundred percent. Um another one before you if you want to hop back in here, but another I guess this is like what everybody's probably doing, but if you just get the classic uh <laughs> I mean people are gonna be like, Yeah, dude, that's like everybody eats that for breakfast. But you just you classic Eggs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> But I've been, but I've been kind of like mixing my eggs up lately. I've been doing different styles. I've been doing over easy. I've been doing uh, sunny side up. All I've been right. scrambled. You can, you can kind of quarantine. I guess though. is hold on real quick. Let me finish. Quarantine is kind. Of, I guess what I'm trying to say is quarantine has really helped me expand my egg game. You know, it used to be kind of every morning, whatever on the weekend. You're, you're pretty basic with it. Now you can kind of tame your your skills a little bit. I've looked up the Gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs, eggs recipe. Unreal, very easy to make. So I've kind of shifted gears and been able to go multiple egg avenues. So people are going to call you a hypocrite now that you threw that out there. You just oh, said so that you don't eat breakfast. I, I I eat that for like I eat that at like twelve o'clock. All right. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a big, big, like big eggs for dinner guy. Yeah, yeah breakfast right. for lunch, breakfast for dinner guy. That's what I, I like doing that. They're very versatile, like I said. And I'm a huge, you know, I, I think you know, so I'm a huge component of Red, Frank's Red Hot. Like, I put that on literally everything. And so you can never go wrong with throwing that on eggs. It's just gas. Okay. So what is what is your normal kind of, I don't know, we, like, we, we talked about a lot about, like, the weekdays here besides the bison, you know, we're, we're trying to stay a little healthy. What about those nights where you're like, all right, I'm just going ham tonight. Not really worrying about it. What are some of your quarantines? Like, I don't know for me, there's not when you don't have a lot of things going on in your life, right? Wait, wake up, work, it's you know, get a workout in, um, you know, play some call of duty, you know, board games, whatever. So you don't have a lot of, you know, look forward to, to me, the things I really look forward to is, you know, the Friday night where it's like, Man, I really earned this meal I'm about to have, and I'm about to throw down. What are you having? Uh, so, oh, you asking me? I thought you were just yeah. going right into you there. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think for that situation, I think it's pizza. I think it's that pizza is one of my favorite. You know, I guess unhealthy foods is what you could call it. Um, pizza and wings, but w- when I'm here in Rochester, the wings just don't hit as hit the same as when they do in Buffalo. So, I mean, that that's a little tough. They're very inconsistent here, but I mean. 
pizza. Uh, I, I would also say I've had better elsewhere, but it's very universal where if you, no matter what pizza you get, good or bad, unless it's just a terrible pizza, if you've been like, like we've been saying, kind of trying to keep it light throughout the week and you know, you're really holding yourself accountable and Friday night comes and like you said, all right, I've kind of earned this. Nothing hits better than a nice pizza, in my opinion. A nice pizza and I would say wings, but they have to be good. Sometimes they can come not crispy enough. I'm very particular, as you know. But I think a good cheese pizza or if you're going to go toppings, I'm a big... I don't know. This might throw you for a curveball, but I like artichokes on my pizza. What? I like, I like banana peppers. I like kind of keeping it sometimes a little white pizza. Um, yeah, agreed at that. So I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, you might say, hey, yeah, all right, guy, that's a very basic answer. But I'm telling you, you're all saying the exact same thing when you're listening to this. That, I mean, that just doesn't hit, you know, like anything else. 100%. Pizza pizza is definitely my go-to as well. I mean, when you're talking pizzas, though, I got to back up, backtrack on this. You're saying your go-to is cheese. I guess cheese. I guess it depends on... It depends on where I'm ordering it from, to be honest with you. If it's like a specialty place where you know they have great pizza, like when I was in Pittsburgh, there was a really good place that I really liked and they had a solid cheese slice. I, I would just go cheese with that. But if you're going with like kind of a more, um, maybe like more of a chain type style, even if it's a, even if it's, there's only a couple and it's only in one area, but it's, you know, a chain like Mark's back home. I'd like to add toppings to that because I think their cheese isn't that great. So, it, so, you, so, so, yeah, so this is what I'm getting at. So if, let's say you're getting Mark's pizza, your, your go-to is artichoke banana pepper. I like that. I like pepperoni and onion. Okay. That's a little more believable, but I've never met someone that's like, all right, man, I'm not getting cheese. So I'm gonna have to go uh, artichoke banana pepper. I'm telling you, don't knock it till you try it. Artichokes are, I put artichokes on a lot of things and on pizza, it's solid. Like on a white, on more of like a white pizza style, not on like a normal cheese. I like the white pizza move. I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah, I'm a pizza guy. Um, you know, living in Chicago, not a big deep dish guy. I can dabble with every now and then. Um, That's more I'm, of like, I feel, because I feel like deep dish is like more, it's like so much like, it's just so thick and it, it's like a whole thing, right? Like where, yeah. as if you could order just like a normal thin slice, it's like easier to just kind of motor through like three or four of those. Right. When we're talking about keeping it light and tight, you order in a deep dish is oppo of a light and tight. Um, right. Like that's the type of thing where it's like, if I'm, if I'm ordering deep dish pizza, I can't just like come home from work on a Friday and be like, Oh, I think I'm gonna have some deep dish. It's something where I have to you like, have to mentally prepare, you have to mentally like, yeah. prepare yourself for it. I have to like plan out a week in advance. Like, all right, next Friday, I'm going to get deep dish. Got to carve it out in my schedule, you know, block it off. So nobody's calling me during this time. Yeah. Also got to block off the next morning because the amount of cheese that you're going to put into that in your bot in your gullet is just going to be coming out of the, the oppo end the next morning for hours. Right. And it's going to, you're going to be laid up for a while too. It's, you know, the, you talk about getting a hangover. I think I would take a hangover over a deep dish pizza hangover 10 times out of 10. Cause I mean, that hangover is just like, it feels like you can't move your body. Nothing's coming out either. Cause it's a lot of cheese, you know? So right. you're, you're real constipated. Uh, that's just a whole adventure. I mean, it's very good going down, just a process. Um, so I'm, I'm more on the thin crust style. Like you said, um, I got bird's nest wings the other weekend where I took oh. you and you visited me. Yeah, those are pretty, pretty gas. Those yeah. are pretty gas. I have to give Chicago a little, uh, head nod. They, those are probably the closest wings that I found in the city that compare to 
um, Buffalo, New York. I think Wayne. I the the what when we went there when I was in Chicago, like the batch we had. I think I've liked better than like Rochester wings. I think like I like that second to a lot of Buffalo places. A lot of Rochester places, like I said, are super inconsistent. Those were those were crispy and saucy, which is my two two things for wings. And so I don't know if you if you agree with that, but I don't know those those hit those definitely hit for me. Yeah, I mean any place in Buffalo, I think I'd like better than those. But I mean I agree that I think they stack up anywhere as good as any spot you can get in Rochester for sure. Um, the only thing I I just don't like about them is I I hammer into their heads every time that I, I don't want ranch with my wings because what when you when you order wings there Ugh. um if you're not at the restaurant there uh like if I'm ordering on Uber Eats their like go to is that if you order ten they give you a thing of they they give you a thing of ranch and blue cheese like one of one cup of each for every ten you order so I put like in the instructions I'm like just give me all blue cheese. But they refuse. Every time I've ordered from there, they always stick me with ranch. And their blue cheese, I have to admit, their blue cheese is not the greatest. It's a little little watery for me, but it's still blue cheese. It gets the job done. And you can't really tell by looking at the two if one's ranch, one's blue cheese. So I've gone through with a couple blind dips into the ranch. And, uh, you know, once it hips the lips, it's just like, oh, every time I get so mad. Yeah. It's like it's like when you stub your toe, you want to, like, punch, like, your dresser or something. Like, let's say I get up and I, like, stub my toe on my dresser and I want to punch it. It's like when I dip my wing in a blue cheese that, or in a ranch that I don't know it's ranch and I take a bite out of it. I want to punch that ranch. I'm that's like, just I don't a, want you. That's just a it's just a wasted bite of a chicken wing that you had with a ranch that you you know that you could have gotten back with blue cheese or even just plain. Right. Yeah. So that's the one grape I got about birds and us, but I mean their wings are very good. And if you stick to the blue cheese, they stack up anywhere that you can find them in upstate New York. But yeah, that's pretty much how uh, my you know eating habits have been going so far again you know monday you got to keep it light and tight here yeah monday for sure because that's kind of like setting the tone for the week right gotta it's, set like, the tone. it's like like we said kind of if you want to let yourself go a little bit on the weekends you know you've earned that you've earned that right sunday especially i feel like is kind of the that very dreaded day where you're, you're sitting there whether it's even during sports with football or without you know during quarantine you're kind of dreading that wake up early for work you know you maybe. Sunday night, you have a little order of Chinese or something. That's kind of like the mm. order of the takeout night of Chinese. And then so Monday morning hits and it hits hard. You can't let it, you can't let that kind of spill over <laughs> into Monday, Tuesday. Cause then, that, that, cause then I thought, you know, Hey, I've been there before. This is speaking from experience where oh, I've, yeah. I've kind of let that, you know, roll over into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, Hey, I don't really feel like packing my lunch today. I'm just going to go, you know, to Chipotle and, and crush a burrito or something. And then, eh, whatever, I'll just pay this here. And then all of a sudden it's Thursday already and you're like, well, the weekend's going to appear and then a week's gone of just not keeping it light and tight. So you can't let that <laughs> spill over. I think the memo of this happy is got to keep it light and tight on the week. Warranty <laughs> or not, you can't get away from light and tight. Right. You can be a weekend warrior sometimes and, and let up a little bit, but you got hey, let's get it together here. We, yeah, weekdays light and tight for sure. So let us know, I guess, what you guys are, are munching on in quarantine. Uh, let us know. Hey, let us know if you're if you're crockpocketing or not. And if you're not, and now you are because of I said so. So Ethan can stop clowning me on that. Um, also, let me know if you are if you do have a crockpot and you didn't know how to operate it before Sam talked about it. Because I'd like to know if there's any of you out there that learned how to operate a crockpot from listening to Sam talk about I, it. I was just saying that you can let it sit there and just do your thing for eight hours. 
Um, let us know what other snacks you're eating. Not, you know, not necessarily not meals. What, what other snacks are you getting yourselves into? Cause I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm a little bit weak on the snack game. You, you know, I said trail mix, like, come on, dude, it's got, you gotta be better than that. So let me know what you're eating there. And then I don't know. I don't think we had much else to talk about. The one other thing I was going to bring up is I saw some, you know, rumors on Twitter this past week that I said at the beginning of the episode that there might be sports coming back soon. And the reason I said that was because on Twitter, I saw rumors of the NHL coming back in July, I believe. And if they came back in July, they would do a playoff format where take the top five teams, I think top five or six teams from each division. And then you would do a best out of three with those teams. And that by saying that, that would mean the Sabres would be in a playoff against the Maple Leafs while the Rangers who are like only a couple points out of the playoffs, I think as a whole wouldn't even get a chance to play in the playoffs because the Metro is so much better than the Atlantic. So, I mean, I just wanted to bring that up. Like if that came back, imagine a, a, I guess playoff, you know, series against the Leafs doing that with air quotes, because I still wouldn't count that as us making the playoffs. But, um, I don't know. It'd still be interesting if it came back and the Sabres had a legit, you know, we joke about meaningful games in the new year. This would legit be meaningful because it would actually count. But Ethan, did you, did you see something about that? Or have yeah, I saw it quick. I don't want to get into it because, I mean, this is start going to get long here. But, I mean, quick thoughts. I mean, obviously would love to see it. I don't know. I'd kind of be torn because they kind of made the quote-unquote playoffs in a cheesy way. It's not that normal format. I don't know if I'd count it towards ending their drought. But, again, I'd be excited Definitely to watch not. them play. Um, I mean, I was, I'm just thinking like of the classic nightmare. I I mean, I guess it's a nightmare scenario where they end up going on a little run and they end up making it like decently far in these like fake playoffs or whatever. I could just see everybody just saying, you know, does this count or not? You know, how should we be happy or not? Because I mean, to me, I mean, the Sabres didn't really earn anything this year and to be kind of put in that situation is kind of bogus in my eyes. So, um, obviously I'm going to watch it and root for them if it happens. I, First off, I highly doubt anything's going to happen. I really doubt that we're going to see any NHL hockey until the next year. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I definitely don't think that counts as... I think everyone would 100% agree with us. That's not counting as breaking the drought or whatever you want to call it, making playoffs. Um, but it would still... It definitely would still be... Like, like you said, like if they you know, make a run or whatever. I mean, it would still be kind of, you know, cool and exhilarating to watch after like a quarantine break of from March till July. And all of a sudden, you know, even if it's not even the Sabres, just whatever playoff hockey it is, it'd be awesome. And yeah, it'd be just awesome to watch hockey. In the yeah. Summer. And if the Sabres somehow do like make a run, like, it, you know, you can't lie that it would get the juices flowing a little bit and be like, wow, this is actually kind of sick watching them play some meaningful games here. But yeah, I don't, I, I agree. I don't think it's gonna happen either way. Just thought I'd bring that up quick. Um, but I think that pretty much wraps things up. Uh, hopefully you're, you're grubbing good during quarantine and uh, hopefully we get some sports back soon, but um, that should do it for now. And Oh, I guess by, and I guess by the way, I mean, we're going to you know be back for another episode next week. And if you guys have anything that we'd want us to talk about, because obviously we're struggling to come up with ideas as you just heard, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, let us know because you know, we'll talk about it, but um, we'll see you next week. And episode 38 is a wrap. It's a brand new day, keep it all tight, nothing to lose, I don't wanna wait Balance I find, what do I need, where do I go, maybe somewhere new And now I'm on top, life on track, but something is off Maybe somewhere new, maybe somewhere new mm. I say we keep it moving, I say we keep it